Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. From the team that brought you the award-winning show Retro Replay and the Emmy-nominated comedy series Con Man comes a new idea just crazy enough to be good. Introducing Couch Soup. I know, I know, you're probably wondering, what is Couch Soup? Well, Couch Soup is content for your hungry nerd soul. Daily articles from fans, not pundits. Weekly podcasts that contain a multiverse of opinions on all things pop culture. Exclusive videos and weekly live streams where we laugh, scream, and sometimes have technical difficulties. All created by folks like you, the gamers, the film nerds, the TV bingers, comic book lovers, bookworms, and pop culture enthusiasts, all in one giant bowl of beautiful, disgusting, soupy goodness at CouchSoup.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Screen Smash. I'm your host, Dan Morris. Joining me this evening, I have Jake Brown. It is I, Jake, from State Farm. Louis Bessa? Hi. Slightly different than usual, but good good variance, Louis. And also joining us tonight, we have friend of the show and fan, Jordan yes, uh, friend and fan, Jordan Briggs, and um, we're going here to discuss some games with you guys. So uh, yeah, yeah. You want to give us a quick little like about yourself, quick before we jump oh, into it, Jordan? Yeah, man, I, I'm a content creator, guys. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore Briggs B R I G G S Squad One. That's also the name of my YouTube channel, and uh, I also in my free time like the game uh, more Madden in 2K, but. I, I know a little bit about all of it, and uh, I just love commentary. So I'm uh, just gonna have, gonna have a blast tonight, guys. Yes, commentary. That's that's what it's all about. That's why we're here. That's what we do. I am a walking comment. Louis is true. a comment. <laughs> very true. We well, learn. we will be commenting tonight on a few things. We're going to be commenting about the closure of the eShop for Nintendo's Wii U and 3DS, which is happening today. It's closing. It's probably it, already closed now. I think it closed. Already, yeah, I think it closed effectively about an hour ago, something like that, as of this recording, which is sad. But we'll get into that. Uh, we're also going to talk about some of the mo- uh, really insane-looking previews and tech demos that came out of the state of Unreal last week, especially Senua, something I am incredibly passionate about, and I can't wait for that and to see. Oh my god, it's so juicy looking! All right, and we're going to close out the show talking about microtransactions and specifically. Those that plague the NBA 2K franchise. That's what. Yes, yes, yes. If you guys play 2K, you may not know it, but you're playing one of the most expensive games out right now. And we'll get into that later. So, mm-hmm. oh, if you're playing, you know it. Yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, you know. Yeah. All righty. So, to get us started, we're going to talk about the closing of the eShop. Jeff's in the chat. 
rip all the digital games of the eShop for the Wii U and the 3DS, especially, uh, I feel like the, not so many people are going to care about the, the Wii U as much, but the, e- no, you the stop. 3DS. You, you shut your mouth right now. You shut your mouth right now. <laughs> you and I are one of the, like, the few, Jake. You and I are the few. I like the Wii U. I still like my Wii U. I still, I have a lot of, ge- the Wii U is the first Nintendo console I started buying games digitally on, to be fair. It was the first console I felt comfortable doing that, especially when they would just start dropping like Nintendo games. Like the old Nintendo games left and right. I think but the man. Wii U is very underrated. It had the best virtual console. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Down. And that's what makes this so hard. I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about that, yeah. No, for no, sure. I mean, in like, like an era, are they going to do anything about, are, are they going to lose those games? Are they going to remaster? Or are there going to be a way to still play those? Or there's no plan? What's the deal so with the, that? Your only Nintendo. options right now is either <laughs> dust off a Nintendo 64 or 3DS if you have one. Uh, or you wait around 10, 15, 20, 30, a million years until Nintendo's like, well, maybe put it out on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. Part I of mean, it's right. part of a membership that you can pay for. They did so much you know, salt toward They're Nintendo. slowly rolling out like the remasters. Like they ported a bunch of Wii U games to the Switch. They did the the Super Mario Brothers Wii U, but now they changed it to the like the Switch version, essentially. Um, then they brought out that Metroid Prime remaster, which was initially a GameCube game, but then it got a Wii port in like the, the collection, which is playable on the Wii U. But then like you couldn't do anything else. And now we got the, the port that came to the Switch. But there's so many small indie games that got put on the Wii U and the 3DS that those are going to just poof, like gone forever. And that's where, to me, I hate the thought of just that loss for gaming history. Like games yeah. that just they're gone they're gone no some of the best games are like those like indie games that are just kind of like diamonds in the rough and you know like some people play them offline so i definitely do uh feel that you know we were just talking about fusing frenzy remember i'm sure there's, there's a Ooh. fusing frenzy type of game in that eShop that's no longer going to get remastered that's just going to get lost in the abyss so um i don't know who's making the trumpet sound but definitely yeah. violins yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah free, shop, free shop definitely guys i'm feeling it yeah, no, that, like, I, I, def- I definitely had uh, the first time I ever bought anything related on Nintendo online was for the Wii because it was it was like uh, <clears throat> one of the Legend of Zelda's like the original ones. And I'm just like, I can't not play it on this console now. So I'm going to do that. But I never got the Wii U. <laughs> so I'm kind of like. It's go. Oh, that sucks. I, I it doesn't really affect. I mean, me, it's I've all, heard it's, a lot of people talk about how good it was. It's basically the same thing. Like, because the Wii U had a Wii in it, and yeah. all the virtual console from the Wii came over to the Wii U. It all transferred over. So anything you loved about the Wii's virtual console was inherent to the Wii U, especially the like virtual it. console games. Yeah. Uh, I actually not too long ago, I think it was when Metroid Dread came out. I was replaying uh, Super Metroid on my Wii U. And I was like, oh, man, this is so awesome. I'm like, I, I was playing Metroid Fusion as well. I had it for whatever reason. I think I went in and snagged a bunch of games. Like, yeah, this would have been about last year because that's when they announced that they were going to close the shop down. And I probably went in and started like grabbing stuff up. <laughs> you know, I'm like whatever I can get with what currency I have on my account. Buy uh, everything. Speaking of buying everything, there was <laughs> actually, um, it came out that there was a guy, like a YouTuber, went on the eShop. He bought every single game you could between the Wii U and the 3DS. It cost him $22,000. But he now owns every single game 
that was ever released. Eh? I want to meet All this right. man. I want to ask like, him, um, what do you do for a living? And can you hire me? Because YouTube. I want that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think about that disposable income to buy $22,000 worth of, worth of virtual games. It's, that's, 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 that's crazy. That's insane, man. Especially would you rather have a $22,000 computer? That, can I do that, please? That but I would watch better. that video, though, for sure. Like, that's a super thumbnail clickbait type of, like, <laughs> I bought every game on eShop. Like, why not? I, I got to see how you did it. I'm terrified got, of how long it must have taken because have you ever bought a game on the eShop and like yeah. the process of downloading that <laughs> yeah. game, especially like it was the the 3DS or the Wii U had it where you start downloading and it's like the little bubbles like bringing in blocks of data and it was like mm-hmm. like the claw and like it takes forever, forever to download. I, I even Man. had that problem with the Switch and you can even connect. I have the OLED one so you can connect that directly to the internet and I'm like, Ninety nine percent. Come I, on, come three on. Three hours later, <laughs> I feel like this, this wouldn't be as big a deal if they would just preserve the virtual shop like they did on the old ones, but they don't. It's not there, and it, I get why they're cutting off the the 3ds because they're basically treating the Switch as the new 3ds. So the Switch is effectively a handheld platform, so they don't need the 3ds anymore. But I still feel like the 3ds is a good console to have, especially now it's kind of had a resurgence in the last couple of years with the COVID and like gaming kind of had a massive spike when people like, got stuck. Heck yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But now like you can't buy a game digitally for that platform anymore. Yeah. Right when I was doing heart. my research, I, cause just I also as well, I'm not the biggest Nintendo store guy, but to see how they were taking the whole virtual store away made me empathize just because you kind of have to protect your 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 fans and your buyers when you do stuff like that. I feel like even if it's going to happen, some things do get obsolete, especially in technology, but you got to find a way to, I guess, a middle ground. So to all those Nintendo gamers, mm-hmm. I my heart goes out to you guys. Yeah, and uh, PlayStation tried doing the same thing to the PS3. It was a yeah. year ago, two years I ago. I think so. Uh, but didn't, they, they, didn't they backpedal on that a little bit? They did. They backpedaled. Completely, they ended up yeah. not closing it down. After they were like, "Yep, we're going to shut it down. We're going to stop offering this." They, they, they yeah, they, we got really angry. <laughs> people were not like people are not happy about the Nintendo thing, but whoa, it got bad with the PlayStation one. I remember my, my biggest frustration I had with that was the the PS one games, the PS one classics. The current mm, like I had yeah. bought a bunch of PS one classics on the PS three. But then it's like, you're going to take those away from me? Like, I can't have those anymore unless, like, I have to keep them downloaded. And then if I uninstall it or if my hard drive gets corrupted, I don't get that back. That's just gone. That's lost to me. Oof. Yeah, you would think in 2023 there'd be some better, like, backwards compatibility. But I think they're just moving away from disc in general. So. But that's um, another argument right there is backwards <laughs> compatibility. Like, Sony seems very anti-backwards compatibility in that front. Yeah, I saw somebody talking about that. Um, he's a really good YouTuber whose name I can't remember. Oh, uh, Scott, Scott the Waz, I think he's pretty popular, real funny guy. Um, he does basically nothing but Nintendo stuff, he's uh, really, really funny. And one of them was specifically about the backpedaling stuff. And he talks about like PlayStation and stuff. What he thinks it is is that they don't want you to see stuff that is not representative of what they are capable of now. 
So because it's like an older kind of a thing, it's like we, we have way better graphics now. It's like that's not why I want to play it. It has nothing to do with that. It's I want to play the original real, Resident Evil because it's so damn good. <laughs> yeah. I want the original game. Like, yeah. Yeah, I wish I feel like that's kind of an ignorant look and approach on that whole aspect. Yeah, but I think he's right. I think that there, there's a lot of justification to that, which is, you know, where remakes and then another remake and then a remake of that remake come in because it's just people trying to, like, improve on the thing that was already done perfectly. But as much as I love Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's still not Final Fantasy VII. It's just not, no matter what you do to it. And I, I just, I, I always kind of feel... Like, like, it's the same principle that we, we've talked about this before. When you're talking about, like, the movie, like, the Ghostbusters. They ruined it by putting women in there. It's like, no, the original one is right there. Just go watch it. But you can literally watch the original Ghostbusters on any streaming platform now as long as they have it. You can't do that with games. Games do get remade in a way that they were not done originally. That's why we have, like, the Silent Hill. Um, well, they, when they didn't remake it, but they remastered it. Yeah. Silent Hill 2, and it's not the same. In fact, they lost the coding for the original, so they had to basically redo the whole thing. Like, how how <laughs> do you lose the the best one of the best games of your company's history? One of the most iconic games in history, and you're like, uh, <laughs> we put it in the trash or something. I don't know. They left it on my desk, and you thought it was, you know, to echo God that. <laughs> literally, right before we went live, we I was talking to Jordan about Ninja Gaiden and the, and the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection because Ninja Gaiden Sigma and Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two were the exact same thing. The company re-released the games. But they lost most of the original code. So they had to redo big bits of the game. So the re-releases aren't the same as the original, and they're not as good because they were just like, we don't know how to do this like the other people did. <laughs> ah, anyways. Like, yeah. like I, get, I get that with, with certain movies and stuff like that. After a certain back catalog, they ran out of room at those places, and they never thought people are going to want to watch The Great Train Robbery again because, you know, it would suck back then, even for them, and now it's history. But with a game, with modern technology, with modern... <laughs> mm. <laughs> never mind. I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. Don't, so Jordan, fun, don't get me started. <laughs> and, and Rand appreciated. Yeah, I love the passion. it's a sad day for gamers when games are lost to the annals of time and that's kind of the double-edged sword of digital convenience yeah in the most blatant way because i love the convenience of digital games but also there's that it could just go poof and it's gone something you can do about it last note on that is i think it really sucks for people who don't have those original consoles that play the it's like that's a great it's point. completely gone. Yeah, it's like you're missing out on great games like Paper Mario or Donkey Kong sixty four and uh, Star Fox sixty four. Like so many great games just gone. Yeah, and Nintendo is dragging their feet on making them available on the modern platforms for whatever. Yeah, reason. no, they're just trying to milk it. We're we're gonna get another Super Mario World again. <laughs> Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> Don't even. Mario Maker was the game to end all Mario games, and then they made another Mario Maker. I don't get it. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yes, moving on. Tiny trumpets and violins for the loss of the eShop, and everyone, like, take a moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wrong right. sound effect. All right. A... But 
going from something sad, moving on to something amazing, let's talk about the preview for the technology they're using for the new Senua Saga Hellblade 2. Man. Yeah. Crazy, crazy realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, I was caught off guard. Honestly, um, Dan, when you told me to check out the video, mm. I, um, you know, you look at like these Unreal, like these headlines about Unreal Engine all the time, but that was an impressive demo, uh, especially in the beginning. I was, I was thrown off between this and AI and, and Chad GPT and all this stuff. I'm just too psyched out, but uh, the graphic engine is, is amazing. And the game is, it just builds more anticipation. So like from a, a novice standpoint, I was, I was impressed. Like the way I see it, I'm like that right there, like that is next gen. Like yeah. that is what I want every Great game point. to look like, because I feel like the transition between Xbox One, uh, PS to the newer consoles, there's not much of a difference. I mean, it might play a little smoother, but it's I don't see a difference in graphics. But like, right there is amazing, and the fact that that little scene was done on an iPhone, <laughs> what the heck, man? That blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, to rebound on that, I agree. Um what you just said too about the generational jumps like you said um and i do i like the 360 from the xbox or the playstation 3 from the ps2 especially with the addition of hd gaming that was just mm -hmm. a huge jump in general you know from 480 to 720 and then you know there was kind of a performance jump i feel like with the ps4 pro and the playstation 4 just because i think the hertz you could really see that when you perform but i don't feel like every frame game rate was like yeah, the frame, incremental right. difference there right the, yeah more more on the performance side than the, than the stills but I do feel like now, um, a game like this, a, a casual, a regular person who is not really about, doesn't really know the numbers, you know, or, or, or all the all the all the stats can be like, that's an upgrade. That's worth upgrading my PlayStation Four to a PlayStation Five. That, that that's actually pretty interesting. I, I, I kind of think of the same term of like, if you have to tell me the numbers mm -hmm. <laughs> to prove that <laughs> I, if I don't care about numbers. If I don't care about any of that, I just want pretty thing looking prettier. Give me an upgrade. And and we haven't gotten that upgrade that, that we've been wanting for a long time. Like, I think that the PS5 to the PS4 is just a faster processor. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, cool. It's a lot quicker now. And it looks a little better, but yeah, the PS4. Load Pro, speeds is a big, big thing. Load speeds, and, uh, yeah. faster memory. That's the main SSDs. difference I see too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that loading and the controller faster. is ridiculous. If you ever, yeah. if you're, if you spend all day playing on a PS5 or an Xbox Series, and then you decide, oh, I'm going to pop into my Xbox 360 <laughs> real quick, and you're like, you're sitting there waiting for days for like a loading, and you're like, holy fuck, has it always been this slow? I don't remember it being this slow. Like, your brain kind of plays tricks on you. Cause you're not it's kind of sure. like looking at an old TV and you're like, what, wait, wait, was I always looking at TV and it was <laughs> that bad? Like that? Right. Right. Yeah. No, I can why is see everything that. so bright? Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. But like, like go, going from my computer to my switch, I'm just like, get mm -hmm. there, get there. Man, I would also argue though, but is it, you said, cause obviously you could test it out. The, the game speeds are faster, um, but it's almost kind of like, I feel like, like I said, from a casual uh, consumer perspective, it's like when you get the new iPhone, yeah okay the battery has improved but also too i'm just also getting a brand new battery on top of that like mm -hmm. after with, when my phone was being used so like like you said the numbers are better and then it probably performs better but uh just graphically though that i think that that's something that people can get excited behind even the most like um regular gamer because that can that can 
that that, that was unreal. <laughs> like, not so, man. Unreal. Little, little <laughs> consoles right there. Well, yeah. I, I want to yeah. like set up some context here too for everyone who who has no idea what the hell we're talking about right now. The the thing we're talking about is the newest game from Ninja Theory that was announced back in 2019. It's the sequel to Hellblade One. It's Senua Saga Hellblade Two, and this uh, Ninja Theory originally um, showcased Hellblade One back in like 2017, and it looked incredible for what effectively Ninja Theory is like a double A studio. They're not quite triple A. They're pretty small. They've been independent forever up until Microsoft acquired them. Uh, and now they're fronting the bills for Ninja Theory to just go off the rails and make this amazing new technology, which they're utilizing the Unreal Engine 5. And what we're talking about now is this showcase where they brought Melina Jurgens Jurgens out on stage to showcase some new technology. Uh, Melina Jurgens is the actress slash video editor that works at Ninja Theory and plays Senua. And holy crap, was it freaking impressive to watch they them do this presentation on screen where they had her record a, a couple of lines and she did it with an iPhone and then they transferred it into this program called MetaHuman Animator which is what they're u- using to make mocap faster and easier uh, and then they turned around and showed us the first taste of Senua Saga since 2021 and I'm going to tell you right now I love Ninja Theory's games, and I loved Hellblade 1. Watching that 60 seconds of just Senua peering into my soul, I got goosebumps and my eyes welled up with tears. I was just like, this is the most powerful fucking thing I've seen in a long time. And this man feels nothing. I am dead inside. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) I feel lots of things. I'm just really good at keeping them somewhere else. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man, for the eye candy people, like I, I'm I'm big on visuals. Like I get the new iPhone solely just because I like the and I keep my phone brightness high all the time. Like my sister's always like, Why are your phone so bright? I'm like, I want to see every nit that I paid for. <laughs> I need to see this. all those pixels. <laughs> I need to see all of it. So yeah, I, I'm huge on aesthetics. I'm huge on visuals. So that's something that um yeah, I just think it's it's cool. And I like to see how that technology over time, of course, gets just especially that the new way they mocap is used in even other games, force games and, and other games like that. But yeah, man, that that was sick. That was sick. Definitely made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. So. Not to mention, they showed off the new editor engine in Fortnite. I hope you saw some of this, Jake. I hope you saw oh, some I of this. Did. I want to hear what you think about this because... Oh, man. Oh, man. Man, like, the possibilities I, you can do with that. Like, <laughs> dude, I saw that and I was like, this is freaking insane, man. I was like, I, I wonder if they can get better like models. I know you can probably get models with the Unreal Engine and whatnot, but from the Unreal Editor, um, they have they showed off the daytime one first, and then as soon as they went to nighttime, I was like, oh my god, Ooh. I want to learn how to do all this, and I want to like recreate Shadow Moses from Metal Gear Solid One. <laughs> I was like, if Konami ain't gonna do it, I'm gonna freaking do it myself, man, uh, dude. But like. So, like I just want to create like everything. I can see the possibilities. I can see someone making like their own games, like of Halo or Gears or something using. Also, that. I was going like, to say that little previews that we got. These are demos you can download and play yeah. in Fortnite. By the way, like they have different demos with okay. different genres. They all look incredible. And like the first preview they showed off was like somebody built this like a third person shooter within Fortnite, <laughs> but it looked like Gears of War. 
but yeah. played like Fortnite. And I'm like, this is what Fortnite would be like if it was an actual like single player campaign that's focused on mm-hmm. running and gunning and fighting enemies rather than just a battle royale. And it looks incredible. And it was so well like put together where you had to fight this giant robot. And it was like this giant epic conclusion of the robot exploding like, and falling back into a building. <laughs> I got so many like Metal Gear vibes when I saw that robot. And I was like, oh, oh man, <laughs> this is so cool. What was and the they released it, I think, the same day, didn't they? I yeah. think they, they released it as soon as they announced it, like later that day. Yeah. What Go was ahead. the Metal Gear Solid? Oh, you're good, man. What was the Metal Gear Solid that came out like around the launch of the PS3? Four. Which one was four? Was the, yeah. Uh, that, Metal Gear Solid at the four. time, at the time, like my middle school self, I was the graphics blew my mind back then on that. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I uh I do remember those oh. conferences like around 06 when they were showing off the gameplay for that. And I, at the time I was like, man, that's that's crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. So that was I'm, 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 I'm sure Dan I and I can go back, on for days. <laughs> I thought back then this is it. This is this is yeah, they don't get better than this. They don't get better than this. <laughs> this is I mean, all we ever need. In some ways. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like they, they got yeah. they've gotten a little cleaner, they've gotten a little smoother. It if you look at Metal Gear 4, it's still ridiculous. It holds gorgeous. up, man. I think that's a testament to Hideo, so. though, and Hideo Kojima. That, that's his... just exactly what I was going to say, is that his engine, not Unreal, mm. is that was that powerful. Now it's being used just for soccer and Plinko. But anyway, we won't get into <laughs> that part. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I When I saw it, I, I watched it five minutes before this. <laughs> And I had to always take the, well, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake and Dan are, are like talking and I'm like, I can't see what's happening. So I take off my headset so I could concentrate on you. Right, Dan, just th- those eyes looking into your soul. The, the, there's yeah. little tiny, 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 tiny nuances that you kind of is like, OK, this isn't a real person. It's hard it to tell, though. It was so hard to tell. <laughs> Honest to God, before the fire gets lit, you really can't tell the difference. I have really great, really great vision. I feel like once the flames and the scars are on the face, you can. It, it, it was now you can see a little bit more. Okay, yeah, this is not real. But that beginning, especially when the deep blacks are in the back and it was yeah. kind of dark, man, that that freaked me out. <laughs> when, when she when she walks up to it, I was like, "This is no, that's not the, the motion that's, is no, what real. <laughs> sells it so hard too. The motion is so." exact and lifelike and the frame rate is so smooth it's hard to tell it's so that this isn't an actual person i'm looking at right now yeah yeah but did anybody else think that the reality shot when they they, they actually show her wearing the thing that looked worse <laughs> also <laughs> <the game. laughs> no. No, 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 no. no no i saw that and i'm like the graphics and reality suck like, she was way better <laughs> Oh man! So this is the game. Oh no, this is garbage. Bring All I can say one. is I love Hellblade. Hellblade One is fantastic. You definitely need to go play Hellblade if you haven't. It, there's a reason why the game won a bunch of awards, and there's a reason why Hellblade Two should be on your list of like most anticipated games because that team over there. Oh my God, their their game design is just unheard of. I can't yeah. wait. I oh, I hope we get some sort of a release date sometime soon but I, it's okay if we don't it's i let them take their time <laughs> yeah no i'll let them take their time but yeah that's definitely on my list i gotta play the first one now but um yeah that... it's short and sweet Hellblade okay. is short and sweet it's about maybe an eight hour playthrough it's very oh, it's similar to like god of war 2018 and its play style oh, and gameplay 
but it's more focused on the narrative, the storytelling, and what Senua is experiencing. Because the game is all about her mental health more than anything. Right, 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 right. I did pick that up when I was doing my research and everything. So if yeah. you have a VR, I still need to play the VR. On the VR. It I is get- so good. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like when when I when I I saw that it was in VR and I'm like, oh my god, like that's a lot of mechanics. And I don't, I still have only started the game. I haven't gotten that deep into it. So I was wondering how the hell are they going to do this? And then when I put it on, you're you're the camera. You're behind her as she's doing everything that she's doing. But you can physically stand up and walk around her, like if your room is big enough. So you're in this weird awesome reality of like both third person and being literally physically there and i was like there is no reason no game can do this from now on maybe like batman and spider-man because you're literally flying through the city and stuff like that okay there's a lot of vomit on the floor to be picked up after (laughs) that but there's no reason any other game that is more stationary cannot be done like this don't give me that yeah, it does up the standard. Honestly, I feel like going forward, it definitely does. And because, like you said, some people do have, like, um, I think uh, Jake was saying, uh, some people still feel like some of these older games look as good as some of these newer games. So I, I do mm-hmm. feel like, especially in motion, because um, I know even for certain two Ks, like okay, Xbox One launch console, we want to show off what the what the what the game can do. So we make it super visual. But the next year, we want smoother gameplay like we were talking about uh, Hertz and everything like that. So we're going to strip down some of the sweat and everything that we were selling that first game, but the game's going to play smoother. But to some fans, you're like, hey, why does 2K16 look better than 2K18? You know, stuff yeah. like that. So there's a lot, a lot of intricacy sometimes that goes into it. And stuff. Because of the sweat. <laughs> I, yeah, I know it's no, right? yeah, yeah, it's always about the amount of sweat on, 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 the, on the skin. <laughs> They, they do that slow motion close up on just a beat. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Give, show me, show me the game. That reminds <laughs> me of the whenever they do those showcases of the racing games when they come to the new consoles because they did it with Gran Turismo. They've done it with Forza now, and the new Forza was just showing off this new gameplay. And it's like zooming in on the panels of the car, and you're like, look at the the grains of dirt on the panels, and it's like, that's great. How much are you gonna? remove of that next time so that the game mm-hmm. i mean they're promising that the game is going to have that visual fidelity and still run at 60 frames per second which is insane i think they're even going for 120 fps is that on. why they keep pushing it back as far as the like gran turismo <laughs> Did, didn't they get pushed back again or did it drop the... Forza? no no gran, gran turismo is out i mean the last gran oh, turismo oh, came oh, out okay. for the oh, ps5 okay. and ps4 last year but now forza is coming back to the xbox hopefully sometime this year and oh my god it looks so gorgeous looks so good if you like card games but anyways (laughs) i digress i'm barely starting breath of the wild for the first time and i'm already about i don't know 80 hours in because jesus christ and they're already going to do part two i just started part one before they announced part two and i was happy that there's going to be a part two but now i'm thinking is that exactly going to be just like this one which is way more and way bigger because that's what you do with the sequel is that you go bigger and grander and where that is good this is already an 80 hour game i i did red dead redemption 2 is that not enough it kind of makes me question everything about my reality. It kind of makes me not understand what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Am I doing the thing that I was put on this planet am I to do real? or am I not doing Somebody tell me that I am real. Somebody please tell me I'm a good boy and I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to do. At this point, I'm not even sure anymore. Is that why she left? Oh, my God. Anyway, well, I think that I'm looking forward to the next Legend of Zelda.
we're going to move on to the highlight of the night, which is microtransaction madness. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, microtransactions. Man. So, so tiny. The, the core concept here is this kind of was birthed by the fact that Louis has kind of bitched to me before about how much he hates the whole grind of NBA. And then I got talking to Jordan and Jordan also has the same kind of gripes. And I'm going to let you guys take the, sh- the floor on this. <laughs> I'll start. They suck. Yeah, yeah. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. I honestly got yeah, right. And um, for anybody listening, yeah, NBA 2K, and it shouldn't be like this. This is a, a sports game, but it's turned into one of the most expensive games you can play if you want to be competitive, truth be told. I feel like I've, I've been a, a competitive 2K player since 2K8. I've been a competitive NBA game player since like the year 2002 or something like that. And the amount of time now, you really have to play – well, actually, I want to break it down. I want to break some stats down to you guys, actually. And I'll start with that. So let's just start off with your my player, because that's what everybody, that's kind of like the mode that everybody pushes these days, especially 2K. My that's, part, what, that's what drew me in when I did play the series yeah, was no, my for player. Sure. For sure, for sure. They've done a great job with my player as far as how detailed it is. This is the closest thing we can get to a sports RPG, I feel like. That's super cool. However, like I said, you start off pretty bad, which is fine. The average attribute it takes to get max out is about 30,000 VC. I looked this up. I looked this up. To get 50,000 VC, it costs 1999. Um, so it just it, it just creates a competitive imbalance, I feel like, just because the amount of reps you have to play. You can play your games. In your games, you get about 1,000 VC per game. So just to get about like 70,000 VC, you would need to play about 70 games, full games. That's a lot of mm-hmm. gameplay hours. And like I said, a lot of people just want to get to the park. You just want to play. And it's just impossible, man. You you want to get badges to get to be eligible for certain badges. You have to have certain. You have to have your ratings a certain at a certain at a certain certain level. So I was like, now nah, I have to spend more VC just so I can get my attributes to a certain, just so I can earn a badge. So I can just buy a badge. And it's just what are the badges? My, oh man, you got a uh, clutch shot, um, three point sniper. Do they um, give you like specific uh, skills? So like many achievements in a way. No, 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 no. Essentially, it, it kind of increases the stat for that particular thing. Okay, so and if even you have then, the badge for it, it makes you a little better at that specific. Essentially, at, okay. at, that, at that specific thing, like, like let's say, let's say you have guard break, which is like you know you can like push through to mm-hmm. get closer to the to the net. If you have a level three, that means that you have a higher chance of it, but you still that doesn't mean that you are definitely going to get it. If you have another guy who also has his guard is at a level three that's just stagnant now now you're not going anywhere and so even even with as many badges as humanly possible as maxed out as humanly possible which already takes forever on top of the vc on top of everything else you are still not guaranteed to be the strongest player next to somebody who has either put in over 170 hours versus you who has spent and this has happened to a friend of mine about close to a thousand dollars in over a year on one game yeah oh, my yeah. God. oh yeah there's a reason i yeah. i get like hold on i'm yeah. gonna go punch something right like, yeah. <laughs> i don't think i've ever spent that kind of money on a single game and no. it's um it's crazy so because when you max Jake's out over your... there thinking about fortnite right now like no i i've, I've spent some <laughs> he has a lot on... 
Fortnite skins. So <laughs> I, I've spent twenty bucks on Overwatch, and I love Overwatch. And that was because I wanted one costume, and they wouldn't give me the damn money for it. But that's as close as I've ever come. Anyway, sorry, Jordan. I, I, oh no, you're good, man. No, no, you're good. You're good. I know. I, I was laughing though. It did look like he was kind of thinking about how much he did spend on uh, Fortnite. He was probably like, yeah. so, my, my view on this. I think it depends which game it is and how it's used essentially so like okay. games like fortnite i don't i don't really mind it because like i i like paying for skins it gives the game more of a shelf life um and it it's not essentially it doesn't it's affect pay to win on that either yeah it's not pay to win it, it doesn't affect gameplay it's just like this is your choice if you want it that's fine if you don't do you i don't care um but then on the other side of the coin the pay to win games that is what I hate because I uh, I used to play Gears Pop on my phone and it was so much fun as like the little defense game whatever I think it was like Clash of Clans almost I never yeah, played like a it, reskin of Clash of Clans and it's like it's so much fun to play and you can choose to pay money to get more characters and whatnot uh, and I didn't for a, a hot minute but once you reach a certain level. You kind of have to, otherwise you're going to lose everything. Because the game is not like you versus computer, you versus you know PvP. And it's it got to the point I was like, I'm not dropping money on this. I've already dropped so much money on other things. I don't want to do it. Uh, uh, things like Gears Four have that with their loot boxes. I don't. I'm not a fan of loot boxes. I'm not a fan of gambling. Um, which brings me to I used to play Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle mm. for a hot minute, man. I played that for like five or six years i can't remember yeah. i started day one and one of their big first events they had was uh they released gogeta as a character you collect cards essentially as characters and you use them in battle they have different stats and so the character gogeta was like the character to get and he has like tiny drop rate and so i used up all my in-game currency nothing and then i was like all right let me drop 20 bucks Another twenty dollars, nothing. Ah, what's another twenty? I spent two hundred dollars trying to get this one character. Nothing. A buddy next to me who literally downloaded the game the same day, first first roll gets it. I was like, ah, (laughs) I hate it. And that's and that's that's a lot of the issue. And I mean, we can also do a, a very prime comparison with like Battlefield. Or Battlefront. I was going to bring up Battlefront, too. Battlefront was the one that, like, because, okay, so I'm not a big sports guy. And that's why I'm I'm also listening to Jordan here more than anything, because I, I got it to play with my, my friends. You know, the yeah, boys man. are going to get on. We're going to play That's what game. got me into NBA games in the first place. Is my buddy who was like, let's play NBA together. And I was like, all right, cool. And I got into it. And I was like, this is fun. I'm gonna play. I mean, we had a good time when I'm Michael Jordan and, you know, I'm <laughs> right. playing no, with exactly. Scottie Pippen. Like, that that was great. But when it came to, like, you know, my guy and all of that, which we bought the next one. I think the last one I ever bought was, like, 2019. And I, I, I hated every second of it. I have a full-time job, and when I got back from home one day, I'm not lying. They were like, Louie, you got to put in the time. This was during the pandemic, so they were working from home. So they were able to like, like do a lot of the gaming while they were doing the working. I didn't do that. I was at my office. And so they were like, you got to put in at least 40 hours minimum a week to get this done. And I'm like, fuck you. 
<laughs> I'm not going to play this game. And so I stopped playing the game. And anytime that they wanted to get on the game, I was like, I'm just not going to do it. Because I get kind of defiant when you tell me stupid shit like that. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that, dude. So they, they kind of stopped asking. They're, they're really good guys. They stopped asking. They stopped, you know. But at the same time, it did hit me in this kind of a way. Because as Jordan is also talking about, and he wasn't even near done. Like the amount yeah, of yeah. effort that you have to put in. And I want him to, to go back into it because think of all those levels. And again, I have a friend who spent over a thousand dollars in total on a game in a year and it didn't matter. It didn't do anything. It, he yeah. paid to play and it still was okay. It didn't do much. Wow. That all rhymed. It still, you know, there was not enough to keep us all involved and we were all still on the same level. And I didn't spend a red cent except the 60 bucks to get the damn thing. And so like <laughs> the closest that you could talk about is probably, um, you know, battlefront just, but that's just because it actually did affect the gameplay. That if you pay enough to get Darth Vader and then you can scoop him up and then, you know, get all the loot boxes to open up to upgrade his three cards, then you were unstoppable. So if I'm going up because the guy spent 500 bucks on the damn game and I spent the 20 that it was on sale for, there's no chance. What I don't No chance. (laughs) I wanted to make this a big point was when Battlefront 2, before the game came out, they revealed the structure of how that ecosystem was going to work in the game for the loot boxes and for the unlocks. And they got so much hate for it and they got so much flack for it that they took it all out. Like they, people were banning the game. They were going to say like, Nope, we're not buying this. We're not going to have to spend minimum, minimum 50 hours of multiplayer gameplay time to unlock one character. And that's just the ability to, uh, to buy them, not get them. You unlock (laughs) the ability to buy them. You have to play 50 <laughs> hours to so unlock one character. How is it that Battlefront got completely demolished for this to the point where they removed that entirely, but yet here we are, NBA is doing it left and right, backwards, upwards. Well, this is the, the biggest issue, Dan, I would say, and it's it's the lack of competition. I'm going to yeah. be honest with you, right now, yeah, um, NBA 2K, <laughs> yeah, EA Sports, um, which was actually, I would like to say, actually during my childhood, during the... Um, PlayStation 2 and Xbox generation. And even before that, when I played on PS1 and 64, NBA Live, EA Sports definitely had, I would say, the most popular game, uh, NBA Simulation, for sure. Like, for sure, for sure. Um, Going from 364, NBA was trash. They stopped. There's no NBA Inside Drive. I remember Microsoft. I bought the last NBA Live game that came out. It was on sale for like eight bucks or something. I played it for like an hour. And I'm like, this is so bad. I'm like, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like if you want to play an NBA game at this point, you kind of have to go to 2K. I feel like that's part of the reason why. Um, And I want to rebound on his point as well. Like you said, it's really not fun because I would do say this. The NBA 2K does a really great job of making the game as realistic as possible. It is a true simulation is not an arcade type of nba game so it does make it hard when you don't have high attributes like you said it is fun to play with michael jordan if you can play with the old bulls it is fun to play with lebron james but you're my player say if you make like my guy is a um three level score that's like the archetype he's about six eight so i have a, a, a max amount of attributes for each category three point shooting steals that it can go up to to keep the competitive balance for me to max out all my attributes and I have that screen grab. I sent it to you. It would take 470,000 VC 
200,000 VC is $100. So even if I pay for $200 worth of VC on top of the fact I already paid $60 for the game, I still would be about $80,000 short to completely max out my player. And that's just to max out the attributes what they give me for that build. So say, because I made a three-level shooter, my build, the highest I can max out my three-pointers to 89. I get it to a 90. I can, you can actually break the 90s, but I don't know the exact number because I haven't got that far. Apparently, the VC goes up in cost once you get to the 90s because they really want to keep like 99 maxed out players off of the like the park and off of online and stuff like that. But uh, it's ridiculous. And you can imagine the gameplay that doesn't forget a job. You can't even have a part time job if you want to compete in 2K. I'm going to be God honest with you. You can put that to the side. You, you got to pick careers here. <laughs> and, and and you're not, if you're not winning, it's not worth spending the money. Bad, like yeah, you, very true. So the people that would be getting into these competitions just based off of their raw talent are being completely shut out because there's no way that they're going to be able to get those kinds of stats. Yeah. And it, 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 oh, God. Like this is where all of that passion comes from. This is where all <laughs> yeah. of that anger. I don't even like the game. I don't care. But like, I know people. We we have friends. We have friends in our community. We have people yeah. at the couch soup, people that we watch. Mm. All these individuals are being shut out of a game that they did all of this great graphics and all this design and physics and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. you fucked it up because you're like, well, I'm going to squeeze every goddamn set that can out of you. Even every, though we're one of the highest rated. Yes. We are the, yeah. one of the highest rated uh, studios. We get money just for existing. We sponsor the games that you're playing for competitions. People pay just to see us and they still need more money for what? Pockets. Yeah, so you yeah, keep giving yeah. it to them. I, I think that's the issue. <laughs> no, you're not anymore. <laughs> we stopped. <laughs> I'm going on strike uh, for sure. But no, it's pure greed. I agree. It's, 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 it's pure greed. And like you said, we keep falling for it but it is taking the fun out the game and i feel for my friends who are because i i fell in love with 2k because truth be told basketball is my first love in general the sport so i have a lot of friends who play 2k just because we used to play growing up they don't really play games much but they know basketball and they and they know they should know how to play the game it should be easier to pick up and play for their my player and since they're not putting in the hours since they're not spending the money more than anything because like i said you can put in the hours um like i said thousand vc per game that will give you about 70,000 after 74 games played. Still, it's not, you're still not going to, it's going to take about three years to start having fun. By then, they'll be on 2K 26, 27, right? So uh, it's just, uh, yeah, yeah I, I feel for the casual gamer, which is why I always like to protect the most. So. What's crazy to me, and I want to jump in here, is I used to play the 2K games up until a certain point, but the one I played the most was the one. To me, it was when they really kind of like switched things up. And I think it was the first game that added the My Player mode, which was 2K11. Before Micro, yeah. 2K11 yeah. was the one that I spent the most time in. I played a lot of 2K13 as well, but I remember I spent lots of time on 2K11 and I did like three seasons with a My Player character. I went to win a bunch of championships with that character. And it was, like you said, it's a the closest you get to like a sports RPG, you create a character. Yeah. I made it look as close to me as possible. I tried to play it like I would play at basketball and you level up, you get experience points, you get better, you can increase your skills and you get better and better as you play the game. But in 2K11, you don't spend any money. No, it's pure skill. It's pure skill. I'm, I'm curious now if someone were like, if someone only played the newer games, what would it be like if they went back to play 2K11 today? How shocking would that be? 
there's there's only one thing I want to add on top of that. I didn't play the game right because you you know you want to be you in the game. It's me, right? It's called to me. That's not what we did. Again, these guys wanted to get as big of an edge as they could. So what they yeah. did was they were like, "What kind of what kind of player are you?" I'm like, "I'm more, I'm more of a forward than anything." Like, okay, here's how you build the best forward. You have to Basically. have this exact height. I mean, don't get me wrong. I exaggerated my stats. I made myself taller, obviously. Of course, of course. <laughs> but, but but still, you want it. Like, I didn't get that. Like, I, I wanted a short, kind of stocky guy that can take on other people, but is still pretty fast. Like, I feel I am in real life. Of course, it's a lie, but fuck you. It's my game. So I can't do that now because if I want to be able to even have a chance on the field, I have to do the optimum, which is this build exactly like this. He's got to be this height. He's got to be this thin. He's got to have this so kind the, of stuff. There's a lot of macro going on to the new versions of the Absolute. game. Oh, they're Absolute. Oh, they're really nuanced. Two, yeah, 2K, yeah. Is, it came a long way from like the old sports games. And like I said, that's what makes it good because there's so many attributes. The rating system has gotten so in-depth that like some of the animations that certain players pull off, sometimes they do look really realistic. Like It's a really great simulation it looks better to watch sometimes <laughs> than play but because of that like i said the fun is taken out of it and you really can't build a normal person on there it's, it's, it's not even worth it a lot of this is also making me wonder about another thing which is that back in the day i randomly bought nfl 2k5 to this day i still think that's one of the best football games one ever of the greatest, made and it was 20 dollars brand yeah. new they completely destroyed Madden that year, so much to the yeah. point that EA bought out the NFL rights. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's, that's why there was that was no more NFL 2K after that because of that. And it makes me wonder where would we be now if NFL 2K continued? What if there was an NFL 2K 23 right now with this same? VC I hate garbage. EA Sports, so I feel like 2K would probably be the number one football <laughs> game. And unfortunately, we'll be falling victim to microtransactions on there too. But it probably would be a better game than Madden because Madden is a, that's a whole other beast. Like they I've have never liked issues. Madden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to play quarterback club. Say fuck you, Madden. Yeah, right. No, exactly. Yeah, but I will say no. at this point, Madden's more pick up and play though. But it's definitely not nothing simulation about that game. A bunch of BS goes on, especially if you're a hardcore NFL fan. I feel like you get shit on more for like actually following the NFL more and actually caring about realism more if you if 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 you if you uh, play Madden versus 2K. So yeah, and to be fair, I have for a long time now. I'm like I'm so off of sports now. I don't watch football anymore. I don't watch yeah. basketball anymore. It's my now. I'm just like go sports. Go team. But I feel for all of you sports fans out there and how you're yeah, being, man. you know, they're like they're predators. You know, you guys are basically victims at this point, you know, <laughs> having to deal with this garbage. Like, oof. I can tell you right now, by, if I was still way, playing, I only bought two. I bought like 2018 because it was like five bucks because 2019 was coming out. And then I bought 2019 because my friends were like, let's do it. I'm like, you know what? I had fun playing Michael Jordan. That's not what the fuck they were thinking. If they had told me we were going to make our own game, we're going to go online and be like, eh, maybe let me think about it. No, they were just like, let's do this. I'm like, all right, I love you. Let's go. And uh, no, told no. So this is all from two games, just so you know. <laughs> Man, that frustration. You see, you see what I'm saying? Like that's real. that's that's yeah, it's real. It's a real problem. For sure, for sure. <laughs> that's when you just okay. avoid all that and you just load up freaking like NBA jam on the 64. <laughs> <laughs> I know, hang time, time, man. Man. I'm gonna play facts, some hang time. Right? Facts, facts. But I was crazy you say that because it brings a question up like 
um it's kind of like a side rant but with sports games in general like how much fun is a game you want a simulation because you want a realistic that's what the fans in the forums like operation sports pasta padre we always ask for realism realistic movement um stuff like that but then like you said the more realistic it gets the less fun it is because to be fair like you said i take out that i've dust off that nba jam man and me and my boys are probably playing that all day i want to do the super dunks (laughs) in the air and you hear the airplane noises like yeah like Seems my generation like that of that not. is NBA Street. That's basically like I my generation. Oh man, I played NFL the hell Street out of NBA Street. Street. Yeah, Ooh. dude. I, I love <laughs> I loved shattering the backboard, and then the ball still <laughs> bounces off the backboard. I'm like physics. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. It won't no, shatter sure. again. So you know it was really shattered, but it still yeah. bounces off the backboard. Well, if it came off out today, backboard. you would have to pay for that. I hope you know that. You definitely got to pay for that you animation. Buy a new backboard. Get this super move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look right. at the glass that shimmers while it falls. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and the sweat. You got to pay for the sweat, too. The sweat patches. Yeah. The sweat, the sweat, yeah. sweat patches. Uh, that's extra. <laughs> All right, so so wind us down uh, on this conversation. Like the this, it's crazy. I I don't understand how this is an okay thing that these that they're getting away with, especially a big company like Two K. And it's like they're doing it in Grand Theft Auto too, with the the money, yeah. the currency in Grand Theft Auto, like just charging people out the butt for fake money to get fake things. And then the last thing I wanted to touch on before we end is, I read in this article that they have the in-game items like clothing for nba that costs more money than the actual clothing in real life oh no you want a nice shirt on 2k it's gonna cost you more than going to walmart for sure i'm gonna look like a hobo in that game if i ever play i guarantee you like i'm not i don't spend that kind of money on shirts in real life right yeah you can get it through (laughs) vc but like i said the fastest way to get some of these especially if you want to go to the barbershop unlock like some dreadlocks uh colored dreads or something like that you want to get some tattoos i know i know you you all can shake your head but if you see a guy who's like looks like john moran out here he probably paid a lot of money to uh to 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 to, to get dripped up and dripped out the 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 shaking of the head is is that like (laughs) like i remember that part too because i was like you know what I don't like the haircut I gave my guy. Let me go get. Oh my! Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. nope. Yeah, no, it's almost I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be caught doing that. <laughs> it's, it's predatory. Me out on the court where nothing guy, be called me freaking naked there, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> there was literally there was literally a, a, a point where like again I went to work and then I came back and my friends were like, "All right, let's let's you know let's play." It was like three days later. And I run out onto the court with them, and I have like the most generic day one <laughs> clothes and everything. Yeah. They ridiculed me. Ooh. My friends made fun of me. They're like, Louie, come on, bro. You got to get like some new swag and shit. I'm like, first that's of all, none of you too, say yeah. swag. Second, <laughs> like high school. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm not spending any money. They're like, dude, it's only 50 bucks. I'm like, I already spent 60 to play with you idiots. I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. Like you said, you will get ridiculed sometimes by a random, like if you're wearing generic, you don't have the Jordans, you know, and like you said, you can earn some of this, but a lot of it you have to pay for. It's almost, it makes me scary for when VR does take off and people do want to be in here. I'm like, man, some people will really be spending more money. Um, Like they're going to be getting bullied to spend more money in the virtual world than they are like in real life. It's going to be ridiculous. I, I, I thought that like, like, oh, obviously if this were real life, I'd be the best, like, you know, I'd be John Wick for real. And then I played in <laughs> VR and I'm like, I squatted twice, winded. 
There's no way I'm being a basketball player in VR. Are you fucking kidding me? There's no way. (laughs) Not with that attitude, Louie. No, no, not with this stomach. (laughs) I I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. I I can't. I can't even. I can't even bring up words for this anymore. Just it's so (laughs) flabbergasting how insane all this is, and I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Even Jake here tried to get me into buying more Fortnite skins. I'm like, nope. They got enough of my money. I'm done. I mean, it's fun. It, it's fun. I mean, it, it's not. It's not changing anything, ah. gameplay wise. Like, if it was it like a or something, I can see how people might use it. But I, right. You know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that, that's why. That's why I didn't mind spending twenty bucks on Overwatch because I was like, it's not going to give me an edge. I'm not doing anything else. I want the skin that I want. I'm willing to pay for it, so I paid for it. I didn't feel any guilt. I didn't feel. I actually felt a little excited because the next time I got on with my cousin, I'm like, hey, dude, check it out. He's like, oh, my God, yeah. you got it. I'm like, I got it, bro. You know? Yeah, so and that's good. definitely a different you know, take on it. Like, That's always a little bit more like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm paying for a little bit of a cosmetic item to make me kind of like embody my character a little bit more. But And that's more that's like also, too, I know we're wrapping up, but kind of like yeah. I guess the tattoos and the shoes, okay, I get that. But like you said, I, the, the, the competitive balance, the fact that they even compete, I have to spend about at least $75 safe probably just to make sure that I'm decent. And like I said, if you pre-order, it will come. You, you, you pay more, but you'll get that basically that VC that you'll pay that $59.99. You'll Question get that. on that too. I was going to ask this before. Is that per character? If you made a new character, you'd have to pay again? Yep. Yeah. It doesn't oh, transfer. Man, forget that. You, you can't. I mean, for that character, you can change some of the stuff. But again, if you if you built this guy to be a tank so that he can just go in and overtake and be your be your strongest defender, you can't just suddenly decide to make him a shooter or a yeah. yeah, you'd have to make yeah. a different character, right? You have yeah, to make yeah, a yeah, whole different character, character yeah. and yeah. then you have to do all that again. It doesn't transfer over. So yeah. there's a would you get Victims, your tail man. out of my face? Nah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I I can't. I'm I'm getting ill talking about right, this. Yeah. we're gonna we're gonna wrap up now and uh, close it out before I vomit about all this awful <laughs> VC nonsense. That's yeah. gonna cost you four ninety nine, Dan. Forty nine ninety nine. Vomit. Right. Ugh. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, joining us for this conversation tonight. I uh, had a lot of good ups and downs. Uh, the transactions. Okay. Anyways. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Louie. And thank you, Jordan, for joining us for this conversation tonight. I appreciate the passion and the, the just the different perspective on all this that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I made him I'm like, feel. checked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this was, this was fun, guys. All you guys are super passionate. I, I'm still worked up a little bit, but um, yeah, I hope to do this again soon, and uh, it was great. Yeah, man, it's great been uh, great having you on, so... Absolutely. Thank you all. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. And uh, be sure to check us out over on CouchSoup.com and leave a comment on the video on YouTube. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yep. Bye. Bye.